calling on the name of Jesus that we're kind of sliding away from the principles of what God is saying that we should do and we're acting, up, acting upon what we think or what we, we've been taught that this is the way it should go. Not leaning to what the word is saying but leaning more to our own understanding. And we hope that you continue to listen and, and incorporate, incorporate what we are talking about into your lives. This is serious business that we have to get back to. And the, the, the reason behind back to the basics, as, as I explained earlier, is to reiterate things that we're lacking or slacking up on doing. And today's topic, as we have did several topics in the past, that we'll be talking about beliefs. And the topic will be belief, the traditions of man that have segregated the church. Beliefs, according to the Webster's Dictionary, I'm going to read some points that the Webster's uh, Dictionary give us about what belief, the definition of what belief is. One, a persuasion of the truth and, or an assent of mind to the truth of a declaration. In theology, faith or firm persuasion of the truth of religion. Three, a creed, a form or summary of the articles of faith. And in that sense, you know, the majority of us that have our own ministries, have our articles of faith that we have written and, and we believe in them. Understand we're still talking about beliefs, uh, the traditions of man that have segregated the church. I have read to you what, uh, what beliefs was and 
you know, as churches, we do usually use those creeds or those articles of faith to define our ministry and what we think and what we believe in and what's our next step as the vision pushed forward. And now let me, most of us know what segregate means because we, we, this is not an issue between races or any, any kind of race, you know, or any kind of color, whatever you want to say. But I'm going to read you the definition still from the Webster's Dictionary. Segregate is to set apart from the rest or from each other to isolate or divide. We are focusing more on divide and isolation because when we um, have these articles, it, our articles tend to divide and separate between right and wrong. Now, we commonly, we commonly see in here uh, that churches not fellowshipping because of certain rules and and the rules that that uh, I would call the articles of faith rules that prohibits. Ordinary saints to even fellowship together because of those rules. Because this church is believing in another thing, and this one believes in this. One say this one is this this piece is wrong, and the other is saying that this piece is wrong. You know, we we don't start creating rules that um that create fear. You know, the fear of wrongdoing of uh, the. Uh, the fear of being wrong, you know, these learning that we we learning these rules and it, that we use and we be fearful of that we, I would say, an example like okay, this church, like I said, this church don't believe in this, but I I, I know this person make is it, doing the right right things, you know. We begin to learn these rules and participate in rules and creeds or articles of faith and, you know, not knowing, we need to ask questions that this creed or this article of faith was generated from uh, ideal from person, uh, personal persons, you know, and the idea of something that that been generated in somebody else's mind, what is wrong and what is right. Not nothing that just what the word telling us to do, but something that had generated in a person's head that's saying, I believe in this way and this way only. If you're not proceeding in this way, it's no way you can reach even heaven, let alone being saved. But it's a way that I think, you know, when we um, when we try to 
uh, do things like write our articles of faith, uh, our beliefs of what we believe in as a ministry, we should make sure it's lined up with the word of God, period. Not something that it, I think you already don't love because you said that's what you think you should do. This is what I think the way we need to go. We have to understand that we have to hear from heaven to even lead or any other thing. So we have to make sure of all our judgments and and most of all, our judgment better be true, you know, and in line up with the word of God and not just something, like I said, that just falling up out of the blue, out of my head that's saying that's right. What it looked like me trying to lead people on a path of what I think is right. And it's not even in the word of God. That don't make no sense. I challenge people to read the word of God and as you read and pray God give you an understanding because if you continue to just listen to people and not read your, your own word, uh, you will even hinder your own growth in God because just not listening is not enough. But you need to read and get an understanding for yourself because in a time like this, we, we our beliefs and, and the rift that between each church is great. You know, when we have these creeds and articles of faith, we, some of us don't even get to even establish a, a good and a, a hefty relationship with our other brothers and sisters because we have the fear because they doing a thing that this ministry is not doing. We have a fear that uh, maybe I don't want to be seen with them because they ain't doing right. According to uh, what the Articles of Faith, what we believe in, you ain't doing right. And before we even make judgment calls like that, we need to make sure we can identify it and find it in the Word of God before we even think to even say things or even think things in our mind of how a person is. God spoke long, a uh, long time ago as he sent me in a vision that while the saints of God was going through the wilderness, this is a vision, a dream that God gave me years ago, and the saints of God was going through the wilderness. I saw a nice green forest that, and it was a straight line, and we was in single fire line going straight through Afar the wilderness, as I would call it. And no man was looking left or right, but going straight. No man, ball woman or girl. But I happened to look to my left and saw a man. Let me back up. It was a mountain on the left side. And when I looked to my left side, I saw a man climbing a mountain. And in, as I stepped foot on on the mountain because I was being nosy I would say and I began to try to follow after him but once I stepped foot on that mountain the mountain was sand 
many of us know how hard it is to to run or, or or try to climb things that sand. We talk about a mountain of sand. And as he climbed up, I, I tried my best to follow him. I couldn't keep up, but I followed him till I got to the top. And when I got to the top, over the wilderness, I could see over the wilderness a place. And God spoke to me in that dream and said, I will not say everyone the same way. What that mean? That mean even if I have my articles of faith, I still won't be able to teach you enough that you could come out under my, the way I came out. God ain't going to bring you out the same way that I believe he would. I might have did the same sin, but it seemed to me that even though I did that, God still said and spoke to me that I will not save people the same, everybody the same way. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to save them the way I want to save them, period. And I will believe have begun to segregate because we think that we should have the best, we have the best way of getting people to God and saving people. I will draw all men unto me. If I be lifted up, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men. When he was crucified, it changed things. Our ideals ain't going to get people to heaven. Our way of thinking is not going to get people to heaven because it might not line up with the Word of God. I challenge people to read it for yourself. That is the motto for TRC, the Resurrected Church. Read it for yourself. Don't just take our word for it. Read it for yourself. And as I got up there and like I said, he said he wouldn't say, it was, you know how hard and tough it is to climb. They were saved going straight through the wilderness. Everybody know the wilderness is life. Going straight through life to get to the promised land. But some of us got to climb the mountain of sand to get to where we need to go. And this topic in this series back to the basic I hope it it really gets in people's soul and marinate in there because we need people to go back we need the leaders to go back to the basics stop thinking of the thing that you can get more of. everybody's happy when everything's going well we can pray God when we're down we can pray God when we're up but what about our fellow brothers and sisters that are left out in the world? I dare call them brothers and sisters. We cannot leave them there. We, we need to organize ourselves. And let me get ready. Let's get, let's get to the scripture. Let's get to the scripture.
Because we do need to establish a good and hefty relationship with our brothers and sisters from different churches and fellowship with them and learn, you know, and, you know, if there's a problem, we need to try to fix it together. But let's, we're going to Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. We're going to start with the first verse. Mark chapter 7 in the first verse. You know, also I would like to say that these articles of faith is a standard, which is good things, you know, but long as they line up with the word of God, that should be not, not a problem. If I had created a standard or a, a rule in my ministry, I should be able to take you straight, excuse me, to the word of God and show you this and thus said the Lord, the Lord God. Thus said the Lord. This is what he say. This is what my my creed, my Bible, my article of faith is going by. You know, those standards is for all the ministers. Notice I said ministers and people that are in a calling and not just members that are coming some from other foes to hear and they're stopping by to hear a word the word of the Lord as we go into the scripture we're going to start with St. Mark chapter 7 verse 1 then came and it reads then came together unto him which is Jesus the Pharisees and certain of the scribes which came from Jerusalem. And when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with the fowl, to, that is to say, with unwashing hand, they found fault. Now, how often? How often do you, how often have I or any other person that goes and, and visits churches or whatever, we hear of how other churches is doing things or not doing things. You know, we hear because I'm doing this and they doing that. I'm a little bit. It seems that we think we're doing, we're a step closer to being more righteous than the next person. Yeah. As if that the ministry that I'm under is greater than the minister, ministry that this brother or sister is under because this person is not doing the same as me. My grace is sufficient for thee. 
Now, we know that everybody needs some type of deliverance. I don't care who you is. It's something lacking that you need to take care of regardless of who you is. You know, like I said, everybody in every church needs some type of deliverance. Now, it, and when they, they came and saw the disciples that they was eating because they didn't even wash their hands. Yeah. If it's a problem, you know, let me read verse 7 3. Verse uh, Mark 7 and 3. For the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they wash their hands often, eat not, holding the traditions. Of the elders. That's all it is. A tradition. The traditions of men. Have segregated the church. How often did. Did you go out. And say. I want you to. Uh, come to my church. And uh, you, you're talking to a person. And you're trying to invite them to. Come into the house of God. And have service. And, and, and fellowship with you, and they, some kind of way, already don't have asked about your, your ministry or who you, whoever you're under. And they would say and or claim that I don't want to come because you can't wear this, we can't do this. Or we can't go to a place like that. I do not want to come. I don't want to join your church. How often do you hear that? How late y'all stay in? What time y'all get out of church? Several different things that factor in. But the main thing is. Things that are not written in the Bible. It's being told you cannot do you find it in the Bible and correct me if you can it's no problem I enjoy correction because I want to be right I want to be saved but if it's not in there do not tell the people of the world or the people of God that they cannot do that because of some idea or, or some kind of persuasion that you have in your own mind. That it's not good for a person to do that. But everybody have to be at a certain place or time in their life. Because they have to work. They have to go places. And we spend most of our time at work. Amongst all ethics, all colors, all races. Let's read on. Mark chapter 7 verse 4. And when they come from the market, except they wash, they eat not, and many other things there be which 
they have received to hold as the washing of cups and pots, brazen vessels in the tables. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why walk not the disciples according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashing hands? I asked the question, if it's not written, should it be a rule? Should it be something for a person to follow? Should it be a rule for a person to follow? If it's not written in the Bible, we remember that salvation is personal and, and we do not know what God is doing in, in each individual life. We don't even know how he's going to move in each individual life. We go by experience on how we got delivered and we tell them examples. We're the examples for them, but the Rarely you hear a testimony that a person got delivered the same way. It's possible, but it's rare. God even said it, that I will not deliver everybody the same way. I will not save everybody the same way. I will not bring people out the same way. Salvation is personal. It's a personal thing. We are an example as leaders, as, as ministers or preachers of the, of the word. We are an example, and our lifestyle is an example. It is not written that that's the way they need to go. It's the same way we, the route we took. I believe that if we... would have a basic, let me see, we should have a basic way of doing things that's read a basic article of faith throughout the whole world to everybody that called on the name of Jesus that would be consistent in every church for members Ministers are like to abide in. Easy to do, easy to abide in. Read in the word of God. Consistent all through every church. The same articles of faith. You add your rules the way you feel like you think you can. You need to go. That's fine. You know, the rules only make it easier. For the leaders, handbooks in the in, in at your job make it easier. They can point their finger at the handbook. What do the handbook say? To keep them from having to deal with the person, they lean on the handbook. That's exactly what the articles, the rules, that's uh, the bylaws that's in church ministries today. What do our bylaws say? That. Our bylaws say you can't do this or else I'm going to have to relieve you of duty. 
handbook at the job. You break some rule in the handbook, they ain't going to try to work with you. The handbook said, see you later. So our beliefs have to line up with the word of God. And again, let's go through six and seven. You know, verse six of chapter of Mark, chapter seven, verse six. He answered and said unto them, Where have Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites? As it is written, this people honor me with their lip, but their heart is far from me. Verse 7, How be it in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of me. Teaching for a doctrine. Using their own commandment that they think of, that was proceeding out of their heads and their thoughts for a doctrine. Telling people that they cannot do such and such things because it is wrong in my eyesight. I'm telling everybody that it's wrong. That I feel that it's wrong. Teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. That's said it that one right there. Mark chapter 7, verse 7. You can go up to verse 6, read that whole little bit of that little passage right there. But teaching for doctrine, the commandments of men, going to this back to the basic thing where it said the belief, the traditions of men have segregated the church. We see churches all around, we see churches within one, two, three miles of each other. That is ridiculous. And then I know some is needed because of the population. But what is our bylaw? What is our creed and articles of faith? Are they the same as the next church? Can people really see the consistency in the churches of the living God? It's very inconsistent. Do this thou. This, there, this, there, this, here, this, there. Several different kinds of churches, Baptist, Pentecostal, Methodist, Catholic, all that other stuff. Why? No consistency. No articles of faith that is consistent in all the church except that we believe in the name of Jesus. And people might say, that's just enough. Then, uh, why people just can't come in and out of your service then? Just passing along. And I have seen it that people choose to stay home then uh, and don't want to even come to a service that you're uh, having because of your articles of faith or how you react to somebody that is different that you don't that they don't abide in the way you do things how be it in vain do they worship me in vain are you teaching the principles of God which is written in this Bible or is you teaching your own principles on how a person should live 
did you come up with this? God ain't gave you nothing that ain't in here. When it comes to rules and the regulations of the church. Don't say I can do this when I can't. Don't say I can do this. Don't say I can't do this when I can. A consistent articles of faith in all the churches is needed. Leaders should be able to get together and say, we want this to be established like back in the day that these are the rules and these are the regulations that when we fall, we can do the same thing. Over and over and over, we keep to what this Bible is saying. It's ridiculous that this one mile down the road, this uh, ministry can do this and this one can't. And half of the family go there and half of the family go there. Divide and isolate. Segregate the church. Because people choose where they are happy at. We ain't talking about going around here sinning now. We talking about preaching the principles that are in the Bible, the beliefs that we have to abide in. That, that we believe in and have to abide in. That is written. Not no formal law that I don't form up in my head that I, you can't wash your ties or your car on this day because this is a day that we need to have this day that of the day or whatever. Laws that don't make no sense and, and, and believe that are not written in vain. How be it? Mark chapter 7, verse 7. In vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrine, making doctrines up. Te this is what I'm teaching. I'm teaching my doctrine is a commandment of man. How? Wait a minute. What's a commandment of man? Something that, that ain't written in here. You make your own commandments up, saying this is the way I'm going, this is the way I'm doing. I feel like this is the way. And then we have the nerve to say, yeah, God is backing me up. I feel like God is saying, yes, this is the way I should go because I know it is right. Personal salvation is right for you. This is what God is telling you. How you should operate, what you should do, it's a wrong or right for you. But you teach the people Jesus and Jesus alone. Now, for some people might have, I want your opinion. And then you have your life example to set before them and say, This is how God brought me out. I did this. Can anybody stick to the same plan? that other saints do to get to where they're going? Not if they're taking through different trials. It's no way. I will not say deliver everybody the same way. Let's go to verse 8. Remember, Mark 7 and 7 is the teaching point and something to review in your own life with 
That's what I think. Mark chapter 77. Look at that and really study that. Mark 7 and 8. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the traditions of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things you do. And he said unto them, verse 9, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own traditions. You reject the commandment of God. Most of the time, not knowingly, but you're so caught up in the way you want to do a thing, it's hard for you to move on. And then sometimes people have grudges because they, you, or me, is still angry at a person because they didn't do it the way I want. They didn't do it the way I wanted them to do. This is the way we do things here. You do it like this, period. Personal salvation. Don't take our word for it. Don't just look at him, look at me, and, but read the scripture. Read the word of God for yourself and understand that and evaluate, evaluate where you at and ask God and pray to God, what do I need to do? First thing I would say, this is my way, this is my thinking, that you need to read it for yourself. Ask questions. You have a leader, ask them questions. Why? And show me where. If they ain't able to do that or they get offended because you, oh, you don't think you wait a minute, I'm the leader, oh, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you don't need to be there. They can't answer your question in humility and they leaders and they supposed to be examples, then something ain't right. Why this? You got every right to ask questions. I know y'all know people buy things without ask questions. People don't even you it's a it's thing that you need to do. You need to review especially just say you borrowing money. You look up there and you just say, oh, I'm going to get this money. Then when you have to pay back, you're paying back double because you didn't ask no questions or read. At TRC, don't take our word for it, but read it for yourself. I hope you have enjoyed what we have been discussing through the Back to the Basics series. Because it is something that the church and body of Christ need as people to regain our human, the humane side of Christianity. Not what I know is in the air, but with humility. If any one of you want to be great, let him also be the servant of all. Our beliefs must line, to, must line up with the Word of God, not traditions that will segregate people, not beliefs that will segregate people, but points in a process, a standard that will cre be created to lead people safely 
Notice I said safely. If they're going to have trials, don't let their trials come through the, through the people of God, but let the trials come through the devil in the world. Not through us. Why are we putting somebody through a trial? Then it don't make no sense. Something ain't right. If, it, if the trial is us, as leaders, then something ain't right. I got to go through, because that's my pastor. I shouldn't be putting you in no trials. shouldn't be trying to help you get out. Praying. Showing you and telling you what I did. But you got to find your own way. Because God got to deliver you the way he wants you to. He ain't going to deliver you the same way I got delivered. So, when you continue to read it for yourself. And continue to understand what, and pray for God to understand your, uh, open your understanding. We will also be praying that God open the understanding for y'all. Because back to the basic is a nice and it's a educational series that help us to learn about how we should act and how she would, we should treat and how we should be as saints. And again, we love you at TRC, and we hope that your day is blessed and your life be blessed. But we love God more than anything. We come to you in love, in Jesus' name. Amen.